One of the things I don't think I've ever talked about is that when I go to these high level masterminds, the one that I just got back from is a bunch of influencers. So they're people who are out there in the public eye and they've got their following and they're teaching something and they're helping people. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. Your high octane boost of full on reality therapy for personal, business and investing success with your host, Ron Phillips, because somebody's got to tell it like it is. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Get Real Podcast. Ron Phillips in the same room. <laughs> this doesn't happen very often. As Heather Marchand. <laughs> Hello. I'm in, I'm in Utah. Yeah. And you're uh, freezing. Freezing to death. <laughs> but the mountains are still as impressive as they always were. Just kind of hit you right in the face when you come into town. So it's true. If you haven't been here, you should come. Although don't come right now because there's no snow. <laughs> There's almost no snow. It's brutal. My husband is dying because he has a season pass and was planning to ski like crazy. And I said, I asked him yesterday, I said, when's the next time it's going to snow? He's like, oh, at least a week. He's so mad. <laughs> yeah. So it's super lame. Well, wouldn't come now and think that you're going to <laughs> ski because, well, I mean, you can ski on the ice that's here. True. If you're into that. I'm Enjoy. way too old to fall down on ice. I don't like it. <laughs> But anyway, I'm out here hanging out with uh, Heather and we are, man, we've been working like crazy and just super productive today, man. Man, it's Killing been a lot of fun. <laughs> you are catching us on the end of the day, though. You're recording this end of the day for me, for sure, because I'm two hours behind. But I, you know, I thought we'd talk about something that I that is guaranteed to be on almost everybody's mind, but most people don't think about it. Yeah. You texted me yesterday and said, we need to talk about this on the podcast. So I said to him today, I said, Ron, what Tell me the background. Why did you want to talk about this on the podcast? Because I knew there was a story because it's pretty unique. There's always so. a story. Yeah. I mean, I think what I'd like for everybody to do is just take a second, whether it's, you know, on Facebook or, you know, just like on TV or whatever, wherever, right? Wherever these these people are, we've all got people that we look up to who's, you know, everything's just going well, right? They, they either, if they're business people, they run an amazing business and they, every year it just grows, you know, I mean, everything, tons of people look up to them. All the vacations. Yeah. I mean, if it's, if you're into the LA thing and all of the actors and actresses, which I, I really don't get, but if you are, you know, they, they're always in the best movies, Yeah. you know, their personal life is, I was going to say great, but probably really isn't. And it probably is all over the tablets that it isn't. Yeah. That's probably a really bad set of human beings to pick from. <laughs> Sorry about that. <clears throat> what I meant was like business people or, you know, people that you look up to, right? Yeah influencers in your life, whoever they are. That's true. I think, let me think about how you think about those people. Yeah. I think usually you look at, you know, pictures or whatever and assume that that's their life every day. Right. Right. Day in and day out. Especially on Facebook. Yeah. Because even normal people's lives on Facebook is is amazing. So influencers lives, obviously like above (laughs) the, I mean that. Yeah. 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 And if you have any sort of real looking post, everyone praises you, right? For saying you had a bad day or something. Cause it's so, yeah, it's objective, I guess, of how to look at someone else's life and assume that they have it all going on. So the topic you want to talk about today, I found, I found to be really interesting because it's something that everyone has in the back of their mind most days, at least when they're browsing social media or, you know, looking at the car next to them, someone's driving a really nice car. We saw a really nice car today and both of us turned our heads and we're like, wow, <laughs> it's a brand new, was it a vet? Is that what it was? Yeah, it was the new Corvette. Yeah, which, um, it was impressive. I mean, so. It's an attractive car. <laughs> Despite of the fact that Chevy built it, it's, a, it's an attractive car. 
<laughs> so I think I think it's easy to get bright, shiny objects in our lives and start wishing maybe we're more like them or something. Yeah, and this all came up because a really good friend of mine and I had this conversation. We've had this conversation many, many times. And it seems like every single time I go to a mastermind, which, you know, I, I talk about this all the time. Um, on the show, I've talked about it several times on the show about how much they've done for me. One of the things I don't think I've ever talked about is that when I go to these high level masterminds, the one that I just got back from is a bunch of influencers. So they're people who are out there in the public eye and they've got their following and they're teaching something and they're helping people, right? And it's always been kind of funny to me how we put people up on a pedestal because when I'm in this room with my peers and it doesn't matter whether it's this one, it just happened to be this one. When I got back, I said, we need yes. to do a show on this, but it doesn't matter whether I'm this one or another one, all of these people who most of them, if you're listening to this, you like business, you like real estate and you dig how they intersect. So you would know these people. I mean, these are not people that you wouldn't know. If I, if I said their names, you would go, yeah, like you're probably friends with them on Facebook or follow them on Facebook or whatever the yeah. term is, right? Or Twitter or whatever the heck. Probably not parlor right now. Anyway, that's a whole other <laughs> podcast. You would know these people. And if you heard, you know, when I came back and I, I told Heather, we need to do this show, it was because every single time, at least one, generally multiple of them have, I don't know, they have these self-doubt thoughts. And these are people who I guarantee you, you would never think these people have these thoughts. They're really confident people in life in general. So, I mean, I think I'm pretty confident guy. These guys are next level. Right? <laughs> so you would never, if I told you their names, which we don't, that's one of the cool things about mastermind is that you, whatever is said in that room stays between those people. It's one of the cool things about it that I really, really love. And so while there are tons of stories behind what I'm about to say, I'm not going to tell you specifically those stories about other people. Instead of that, I'm gonna, Heather and I are going to share some stories about us. <laughs> And I just want you to know that I got I just literally just got back from a mastermind of influencers. That's the only people in this mastermind and three of them. I mean, if you would have heard, if you'd have been a fly on the wall and heard how they were doubting themselves, yeah, you'd be like, how in the world can that per and funny enough, the rest of us in the room are thinking the same thing. Like, how can you possibly be doubting yourself right now after all of the success, after all of these things you've done, after having, you know, a few hundred thousand followers who, who love you, right? And, and listen to everything you say, how can you possibly doubt whether or not you can pull XYZ off? Yeah, which is really interesting because I think all of us in some aspect of our lives or another are have less confidence right? There's just some things that either we're not as good at, or maybe we lack some ambition or whatever that you eventually, you can only be confident in so many areas of your life, right? <laughs> and here's the even crazier piece, because that's a hundred percent true. The craziest thing about this is that what these guys were talking about doing is in their wheelhouse. Like this oh, is like their, their genius jam, zone, right? Yeah. And they still have self-limiting <laughs> beliefs. Hmm. And you know, Heather and I laugh about this sometimes, but you know, sometimes I'll be on the phone with somebody who's listened to the podcast and like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I'm talking to you. And I'm, and I'm like, <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm such a normal dude. This is not even like, I can't right now. Like, yeah. like this, I'm just never going to get to the level where I think any more of myself than I do of anyone else. And it's kind of funny because all of us have people that we look up to like that. 
And if you really knew, yeah, you would be, oh, I guess, I guess I'm not so bad. Yeah. That's the reality. And I guess, I mean, I'll share and then maybe you can yeah. share. Yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll just talk about a little bit about some of ours so that you guys can understand how this is. Working. So I've been a, man, a member of masterminds now for a seven, yeah. eight years, something like that. You guys know how I feel about them. I spend a lot of money going to them. They've been instrumental in my growth and the growth of my company and consequently everybody in my companies. And yet, so I go to these mastermind groups and I participate. If I feel like I can help somebody out, I'm going to speak up and I'm going to help people out. Well, I'm kind of a vocal guy and I'm rather opinionated. Yeah. I've been present with you in masterminds. You're, you speak up and you give it to them straight for sure. So because of that, a lot of people, you know, I about three years ago, I suggested, man, I, I really love masterminds. I just love the whole concept. I love being in them. I said, man, I, I should start one. Well, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. And I told my mastermind group, I told two of them I was going to do this. Year passes. And, I, you know, I'm not the guy when I come back every time I haven't done what I said I'm going to do. And I didn't do it. I never did. Like, I would have some other thing to talk about, something else going on in the business and a, a reason to push this, you know, forward. And I didn't start a mastermind for over two years. Now, finally, Somebody actually asked me in my mastermind group. Now, this wouldn't have taken me that long. I would have thrown it right in somebody's face because that's just how I am. But finally, somebody said, man, what, what is the problem here? Like, what is going on? And the reality of the situation is I was scared that I was going to fail at it. Hmm. And they all looked at me and they were like, dude, you give the best... I mean, you give the best advice <laughs> of these things. What is wrong with you? Why would you even think that? Yeah. And I'm like, I've never done it before. They, and they're like, dude, you do it every quarter. You come here every quarter. And I'm like, okay. And I still didn't do it. Finally, it took me and my buddy, Sean McCloskey, who's been on the podcast several times. And another friend of mine, Craig Fuhr, we all went down and we dreamed up this you know, this big business vision event. And Sean put it on and did an unbelievable job. If you didn't get a chance to go to that, you should go this year. In, I think it's going to be in March. That's March. Okay. Unbelievable event. One of the best events I'd ever been to. Mm -hmm. And it's the first time he put it on. And I decided to coach, do a mastermind that I was already in, Leadership Boardroom. So I, I run Leadership Boardroom 6, the sixth group of Leadership Boardroom. And it is such a blast. I'm having such a blast doing it. And I'm not going to say it's easy. It's not easy. Nothing that's valuable is easy. But I will say this. The things that I was concerned about, I should have been concerned about other things like logistics and all of that kind of stuff. The part of the mastermind group that I loved that I actually am pretty good at is fun for me. I love it. So it really isn't even work. It's so much fun. But it took me two years and then it took me three days down in Florida planning it with two other people to get it to where I had the courage to even be able to do it. And even then I didn't do it on my own. <laughs> Sean, like Sean helped see the group. Feeding, feeding I mean, you people. Come on, Ron, here's your people. Start so your group. I think if now, if anybody looking from the outside in, nobody would think I would have a problem with that. Right. But I did. I did. And I would show up to these meetings and I would say the same thing every single time. I'm just not sure I could pull it off. Hmm. And once I did it, I absolutely love it. Turns out I'm not too bad at it either. <laughs> but the most fun I have from that is watching these business owners grow in like a quarter so much. It's so, so much fun to watch that happen. And I gave up two years of doing that because I was a wuss. And so I would show up there and everybody... The funny thing is people 
see you differently than you see yourself. Very true. A lot of times people can see in you what you can't see in yourself. And I'm telling you that the people that you're looking up to right now, same thing. Absolute, 100% same thing. And you've yeah. experienced that. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, I I think for me, when you said think of an example you want to share, I'm like, man, I it's hard for me to limit what one to share. Because this right, has been... there's a few. We all have a few. <laughs> a few. But this has been a characteristic of my life. I was not a very confident kid. In fact, I was really shy, which most people that know me are really surprised by that because I tend to love being in a crowd these days and chatting with lots of people. So I love people. Um, so I've had to really push myself outside of my comfort zone, what feels like most of my life, which is interesting. So a couple that came to mind, though, when we first started talking about this was when I was pregnant with my twins. So my twins turn 11 this next week. So right. (laughs) It's been a long time, but I was on bed rest and you came to my house and you said, Heather, I think you should move into the sales side of our business and do the property consultant side. You're going to have, you know, newborns at home. And I thought that was the worst idea ever. (laughs) And And, I, and right now, (laughs) and right now, there, all of you out there who are clients of Heather's, you know how good she is, right? You guys all know how good she is, but this was the inception of, of this. <laughs> and this went on for a long time. This wasn't like a, similar to your story, Ron. Like I said, okay, this is a good fit for my personality. Like all it checked all the boxes, but it took me um, about a full year to get my actual real estate license. So the twins were about one They Yeah. They just turned a year old when I got my license. It was like a week later, granted I had newborns and I did, was there my first kids. So that part played into it for sure. I was totally overwhelmed, but once I even got there, I was completely terrified to get on the phone to the point that I would literally think of anything else to do in my day. And I didn't think that I knew enough information. So Ron, you would tell me, you probably don't remember all this, but you would tell me over and over again, like, Heather, you have enough information. You've been doing this for a really long time. You just haven't done this position, but I've been in marketing and several other departments and I love people and I love helping people, but I could not like get past um, how I sounded or I thought about my words too much. And so I would get off the phone and I would be sweating like <laughs> with so much fear. And that went on for at least a year, maybe two years before I felt like comfortable. And just the other day I was training a new hire and I told them how I used to be so terrified and that it's so weird to me because I don't know how long it's been since I even broke a sweat or got even worked up and dialing a number, right? To start talking to someone about what we do. It's just so natural now. But back then, oh, I would try to think of everything I needed to do before I got on the phone. So. Yeah, and, it's, and so anybody else in the RP Capital team that's out there who's supposed to be getting their license should, should if you're listening to the podcast now, don't wait two years. I mean, it's been the biggest blessing in my family's life. My husband, I was telling Ron earlier today, he met with the school district today to start working with families that need his help. He's a psychologist. And I, I was going to say this in our conversation and I didn't, but it's because I took a leap and did something outside of my comfort zone that my husband's not working right now and is able to help other people, right? So it's a function of what I've done as the company, what 
Ron has allowed me to do and pushed me to do as a mentor, but also as a friend to push me out of my comfort zone so that I, my husband has this possibility. So it feels like I am serving and helping other people, even though my husband's actually putting in the work because it's kind of cultivated and allowed, created space, I guess, for that even to happen, which mm-hmm. is pretty cool. I think most of the time when I was helping her, it was really friendly. I'm almost positive. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sometimes I say things so direct that people think it's not friendly, but it really was friendly. All he, time. You were very direct and it was good for me though. You would say it with kindness, but for sure you'd say, Heather, stop and get on the phone. Stop, <laughs> stop. Over. Eventually, I think you were so tired of my phone calls. <laughs> I think for the lessons in that for me is surrounding yourself with like-minded people, people that no, no, not like-minded. I hate that phrase actually, because you were not like-minded to me back then. I had a lot of limiting beliefs and was really pretty self-conscious of myself compared to how I am now and direct conversations typically in the past have been really uncomfortable for me. And I've had to have more and more direct conversations and tough conversations or crucial conversations, mm-hmm. I guess. Great book. Say. Yeah, that's Great right. book. There's a little so. book tag. <laughs> and so I think having someone in your life that sees your potential and allows you to push yourself, but in a way that helps you be better. Right. So, yeah, I mean, cool. I think so. If you're sitting out there and you're going, okay, yeah, I can, I can relate to everybody out there probably is saying, yeah, I can relate to this story in some way. This happens over and over and over again. And and it's true. It happens to all of us. So my point in bringing this up is that I think sometimes we all, because we see ourselves differently than other people see us, we don't level up Mm -hmm. because we don't believe we can. When everyone else around us is wondering why we don't level up because they know that we can't. Mm-hmm. What you need to do and what I've learned to do is to surround myself with people who can recognize that I need to level up, call me on my BS and help me level up. Yeah. That's critical to any kind of growth is to get outside of your comfort zone. Growth doesn't happen inside the comfort zone. It happens outside, but to have someone who can support you while you're doing that, because that's, I mean, it's, that's hard yeah. enough to get outside your comfort zone anyway. If you don't have somebody who can help you with that, it's going to take longer and longer and longer. Maybe you just don't do it at all. For sure. I think one other side of this that we haven't talked about is the limiting belief that is tied to someone else that they have an unfair advantage or that someone else has something that it's not fair. It's not an even playing field. And I, I thought of this because I was once in a training with a new hire again, and I was talking about how, when I was doing cold calls, And he turned to me and he said, you've never made a cold phone call like to a lead that had, you know, reached out to our company. And I looked at him and I just laughed. I said, wow. I mean, we have people that make that initial phone call now within our company and set appointments for this like consultant side. And that's only been the last couple of years. (laughs) That hasn't always been the case. That hasn't always been the case. But I could tell when I told him that I had done that for years and years, it crushed him because you use those limiting beliefs kind of, I don't know, inversely, so to speak, of I am not able to do what that person is doing because X, Y, Z. Because they're getting the Glengarry leads and I'm getting the crap ones, <laughs> yeah. right? But yeah, it, it, it is very much like that. And so if you're out there right now and your friends are those people, mm-hmm. if your friends that you hang out with are the ones that make excuses because 
so-and-so obviously just has it easier than they do because of or whatever. Mm-hmm. Those people will rub off on you and you will become them. I'm just telling you, that's the way it works. Complainers don't, they don't hang around positive people, not because they don't want to, but because positive people don't like them. Yes. They choose to not hang around with people like that. So if you're thinking this through right now and you're like, yeah, yeah, most of my friends are that way. It's going to be really hard for you to level up. It really is for you to grow and become more because if you do, they're just going to be angry at you that you did it and they did not That's really how it's going to end up. So I think it's really important to get around people who are going to celebrate your success, push you toward that success, celebrate with you when you hit it. And then also not allow you to be stagnant once yeah. you've hit level one or level two or whatever it is and that you're shooting for. I think that's so critical. And what we put in our brains is also really important, right? So turn the news off, go get something that puts some positive in your brain. I recommend this book to people quite a bit who have stinking thinking. If you got stinking thinking and you don't know how to turn it off, there's a book that I really like. I was just talking to Heather about it. There is a part of the book that you kind of got to get through. Anyway, the book is Untethered Soul. I've recommended it to several people actually a lot of people. And most of them come back and say, wow, that was really eye-opening. It talks about the voice in our head and that voice isn't always the positive voice. Mm -hmm. Most of the time, actually, it's the one that tells you how everything is going to go straight to you nowhere and as quickly as possible. And we listen to it. We give it so much area in our brains, which is really too bad. So you couple that with hanging out with people who basically are the same thing. I mean, it's almost impossible to become a better human being under those circumstances. So untethered soul will help you figure out how, what to do with the voice. We all have it, by the way. I mean, if it mm-hmm. talks to you in five different voices, then that may be a problem, but everybody's <laughs> got a voice, right? That talks to them in their head. The second thing is you got to figure out how to, f- I'm not telling you to just walk away from your friends. Don't what I'm saying but get some more friends who will help you. Have them read The Untethered Soul. Yeah, give them the book too. And then they come back and say, that's a bunch of crap. And you go, yeah, that's what I thought you'd say. I'm out. Yeah, just start a book club with your friends. There's a good one. Yeah, I mean, I just, I felt like this was really, really important. It's really timely. People this time of year are setting goals and they're trying to become better. I think everybody starts out with pretty good intentions on all of that. And then all of a sudden it just, you know, if it doesn't work out, people come up with some kind of a reason why not. And then, you know, there we are, right? Don't be that person. And don't think that other people who have done what you want to do got there because they did anything but work really, really hard and probably did stuff you didn't do yeah, or weren't willing to do because that's probably what happened. The good news is that means you probably can do it if you want, because they're probably not any smarter than you. They're probably not any better than you, even though they've got a platform and a whole bunch of people love them or whatever. They're not any different than you and you can do it if you want. hundred percent. I agree. Moral of the story. I've been <laughs> in enough rooms to know most of those people you look up to have got some serious warts. <laughs> so for what it's worth, you can do it too. Some of those guys are really not even that bright. Okay. On that level playing field right there on that awesome note. So those are the things you can do. Level up your friends, put good stuff in your brain, turn off the bad stuff, turn the things off you can control. And then like always, if you love this episode, please do it. 
Hit a little like button on there. And then guys really, really appreciate you guys sharing this out. It's growing and we're getting more and more comments. I just told somebody on the phone today. I told, I told my bookkeeper today. She listens to the show. Did you know Carrie listens to the I show? I did not know that. Yeah, Carrie listens Hi, to the Carrie. show. Hey, Shout Carrie. out to Carrie. I said, hey, if there's anything you want us to talk about, make sure you tell us because mm-hmm. we will actually talk about it. So you know what I decided to talk about? Bookkeeping. <laughs> We're going to do a show on bookkeeping. I'm going to have Carrie on and we're going to do a show about bookkeeping. Oh, I thought you were joking. This I am is not perfect. joking. It is you don't want to know why? You want to know why I'm not joking? Because almost every business that's having problems, you want to know why they have problems? They generally, don't know their money. It's generally not an income problem. <laughs> it is because they don't know their numbers. Yeah. And so anyway, we're going to talk about how important it is. And she's going to talk about some of the mistakes I that business owners that. make. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I think it's going to be a great show. So thanks, Carrie. It's all it's out there now, Carrie. So if you were joking, it's too late. We've already put it out there. All right, everybody. So until next time, get out there and make something happen. Do it. Have a good day. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.